Welcome to our podcast episode today, and it's all about meetings. In the business world, meetings play a crucial role in connecting us with our customers, discussing important matters, and making progress towards our goals. They provide us with a dedicated space to engage and collaborate when our customers are not preoccupied with their own tasks. But here's the thing, meetings just happen magically. There's a significant amount of preparation involved to ensure that they are effective and productive. And that's exactly what we will be diving into today. Welcome to the Girls of Grit podcast, hosted by Annalisa Rhodes and Cynthia Fakara, two professional women bringing you over 40 years combined experience as top performers, top earners, and leaders in the male-dominated medical device industry. Grounded in grit, our mission is to be ambassadors for professional women in the medical device sales industry, helping them tap into their potential, magnify their mindset, and escalate their careers by providing real-world, everyday scenarios, struggles, and solutions. Welcome to the Girls of Grit podcast. It's time to dig in. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning to all of our listeners out there. I'm really excited about our episode today. I am too. Good morning, everyone. And Lisa, thank you for getting on so early as yes, I am traveling across country today. So we are recording early and I'm going to preface with excuse my voice after a very long week of work. And uh, yeah, one thing nice to be rested before you travel. Can't always do it. (laughs) Ain't that the truth? Kylie, you're so right. (laughs) And you have been traveling a lot. But today we are talking about something that I love to do, which is travel, <laughs> even if it means, you know, you're, you got to get up early and stay out late for all these business meetings. Today, we're going to talk about everything travel related in terms of practical tips that you guys can, you know, listen to and maybe do some of these things to help you when you're packing. We're going to laugh a lot because we have some really funny stories. I mean, you know, over the last 25 years of both Cindy and I's medical device careers, I mean, we have some pretty funny stories that we have gone through and just shake our head like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that just happened. But we we dealt with it and we we're going to make you laugh today. And we have, yeah, yeah. And we're also going to talk about, you know, why meetings are so important and, you know, how can you make the best out of the meetings for yourself and really get prepped for these meetings prior to even leaving the house. And then once you're there, you know, everything you can do in order to make every customer facing engagement, super successful. And then we're going to talk about something really fun, which is a little bit of self-care. And I think that's so important when you are mixing in a lot of business travel, you need to remember to take time for yourself. And I can tell you, I do. (laughs) (laughs) It makes all the difference in the world. The old saying, work hard, play hard. It's when you prep, which we're going to help you do today. And it gives you the time to do everything you need to do for work and do it well when you reward yourself. So get ready because we're going to uncover a little bit of secrets for a successful meeting and how we can plan and really make a truly impactful and productive business trip. 
Yeah. And I have to say, Cindy is like <laughs> such a travel guru. Like I do this, I do this. She's got this great checklist. And like, I've totally learned like five or six things from you that I now I'm like, either I need to buy that or ooh, I do that now. <laughs> so, all right. So let's talk about it. So first of all, before you even leave the house, you know, if you're married uh, or you, you know, you have a spouse um, or significant other, and you have kids at home, especially young kids. So I have you know, a younger child, and then I have an older child, but there is some planning involved before you even leave the house. And that can be anything from making sure you've got your nanny set up or family there to take care of your kids. Um, is your husband going to be there? Is, is, you know, he's probably obviously working. And if, and if he is, do you have, who's going to pick up the kids from school? Who's going to take them to their activities? What about dinner prep? Are you dinner prepping prior? Um, so all of these things I think are really important because, you know, when you plan ahead and you get everybody on the home front taken care of, then your mind can be free to really concentrate on what you need to concentrate on and get your agenda done at these customer facing meetings, right? A hundred percent. And, you know, don't forget whether you're married with kids or single with kids or single with a dog. Now cats, depending on how long you're gone, maybe a little self-sufficient, but <laughs> it's planning for dog watchers, dog catchers. I mean, it's, it's the same thing. It's just whatever you need to take care of on the home front and get everything ready ahead of time and thinking days before, shoot, what do I need to wear? If you're traveling, like I did this week and shoot, did I get my laundry done ahead of time? Do I have what I need to wear? <clears throat> it's good to Give yourself a little bit of time prepping before you even pack to leave. And you bring up something else. So another thing that's really important, and this isn't the home front, this is the business front, but these customer facing engagements, are you going to dinners? Are you going to lunches? You know, where are you meeting these, these customers? Are they, are they in the meeting hall? So if they're in the meeting hall, have you set up the appropriate place to meet them? You know, not every doctor just wants to meet at the booth. Maybe you have like a special room where they're going to meet with your VPs and your CEOs. And that's really important to get that taken care of prior so that you're not rushing around trying to, you know, scurry around and grab all your customers to get them into one area to maybe meet your CEO or your VP. Um, I know for me, when I go to these meetings and I have dinners that I need to set up, Man, I love open table and resi, baby. So what would we what, do without it? <laughs> I know, right? So I'll Google top 10 restaurants. And you know, sometimes you get like the the, the plethora of like, like like you know, 30 of these top restaurants, and you're like, whoa. So side note, if it's a big city, you usually have a colleague that works there, right? So call them up and be like, hey, is there a new hot spot? And I will be honest, um, I've gotten better at doing this over the years, but like, you know, some of these customers, they love going to like the hippest, newest place. So find out, is there a new restaurant that just opened? That's super hard to get into, but maybe your colleague, because they live there, has an in with the restaurant or the restaurant owner, and they can get you into this super swank restaurant, which just makes the meeting with the customer even better because you guys are now in this really cool hip place that, you know, brings its own conversation. So those meeting um, lunches and dinners are so important to plan ahead. Don't be doing that last minute. I did uh -huh. that. Bad idea because nothing will be available and you'll be eating at McDonald's. I mean, I'm kidding, but like 
you will be stuck without any, any, <laughs> any places or like you're having the meeting at 10 o'clock at night. And you're like, sorry, I'm going to bed. <laughs> and I have one more thing to add to that. Knowing who your customers are, is that somebody who has maybe a meeting that say it's in the middle of the day, let's just say lunch, for example, and it's one o'clock lunch, but they can't miss this 2.30 talk. So look at the distance. Can you walk to a restaurant? If you have to Uber, is it during traffic? So, you know, we had a conference this summer in Washington, outside of Washington, D.C., and it was a big question. Do you go to Alexandria, Virginia? Do you drive all the way to D.C.? But in order to do that, it was asking the customers, do you want a 30-minute Uber ride or do you just want to go closer? And they appreciate that, knowing what's on their schedule, too. That's a great point, Cindy. I mean, you're right. I totally forgot about that. You're right. I mean, in some of these cities, DC is great, but if you're not staying in DC, it could be a 30 or 45 minute Uber ride. And that's a long ride. And they may have meetings. They may have brought their own family with them and they don't want to leave their families, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, in those cases where you have customers that have their families with them, maybe meet them for lunch instead and make it close to the meeting area, you know, um, or meet for coffee, meet for coffee in between the sessions so that you've got that 30 minute break where you have their full undivided attention, but you're not taking away from them going to their sessions or being with their family in the evenings. Exactly. So part of the work preparation prior to going, most of these conferences and meetings, you know, way ahead of time. We already know the dates for, you know, six months out from now or even a year from now. So do yourself a favor a month before set a reminder every week. I'm going to reach out to these customers, send an invite. You can make your own invite for something that you're doing. If say your company is putting on a big dinner presentation or a big talk, make sure you're not only sending it once you're sending it weekly. Now I learned this from one of my surgeons. Maybe it's only been like a year ago. He specifically asked, please set up an Outlook calendar invite because I'll see the email, I'll forget, I don't write it down. But if you send me an Outlook invite, I am, I'm going to remember. So that's another quick tip in prepping for the meeting before you go. Oh my gosh, dude. I am literally like giving you high fives right now on that tip. You are so right. I have actually had customers not come to dinners because they didn't have it on their Outlook calendar and they forgot about oh, it. Really? And it's, you know, it's the thing. Yeah. It happened to me once. And I'm like, this will never happen again. And they felt terrible <laughs> about it. And I felt terrible about it, but you know, it's funny. So, you know, our customers are super busy. I mean, in the medical device world, they're surgeons, right? So they've got a million things running around in their head. By the way, they also have their patients back at the hospital where their PAs or partners are calling them. So it's like, unless it's on their calendar and it's going to go ding, 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 you have a dinner meeting and one hour, please leave the session to go change. I know this sounds silly, but man, they've got so much going on in their brain. Even if you don't have it going on in yours, doesn't mean that they don't have it going on in theirs. So do them a favor, make those meeting invites come up and pop up on their calendar. And now you're just reminding me, I mean, we have a meeting coming up pretty soon. And so I need to make sure I'm reminding all my guys (laughs) and ladies, Hey, don't forget, we've got this great customer dinner at, you know, X, X, Y, Z restaurant at such time. And they'll really appreciate it. And I also think depending on how close you are with your customers, send them a text message, you know, that morning, just remind them, Hey, looking forward to seeing you tonight at such and such restaurant at such and such time. 
I will be at the front of the hotel lobby waiting on you. I have the transportation taken care of. That way, you've taken all the worry out of their concerns. And now you've ding, ding, dinged in their head. They'll remember. Mm-hmm. So this is so fun. I'm really glad we're doing this episode. All right. So we're, we've talked a little bit about getting your home prepared, getting your customers and your work prepared. Now let's talk about you. Okay. All Yay. fun stuff. So anytime you go to a meeting, you got to pack. And let's face it, we're women. We have a lot of stuff. <laughs> How do we take a lot of stuff? Small. So here's some, some good ideas. Now I will say, as Lisa and I discussed earlier, um, you know, in, in my territory, I travel more weekly, actually. So I have my carry-on luggage. And what I do is I have like doubles of everything. And what I mean by that is I have extra thing of makeup, extra thing of like travel size, shampoo, you, you name it, all the toiletries that you need. I don't move them in and out every single time. Clothes I do, yes. So um, I keep them organized. I have my favorite luggage is away luggage. And honestly, I stopped counting after 150 flights. And that thing I bought, I was thinking about this this morning, I bought that luggage in 2018. So that's been five years. And I don't know how many flights it's been on, but it's, it is indestructible. I take a magic eraser to make it clean. It's hard on the outside and it's got a lifetime warranty for wheels. But it wow. also comes with these little cubes that you can order. They call them packing cubes, which you could probably even use Ziploc bags. But um, I keep all the little things organized in there. They don't slide everywhere and you know where they are and it's quick to grab out. Put what you need in the bathroom. Put what you need on your desk. It's so easy. So for me, I already have all my toiletries. I have extra hairbrushes and straighteners and all that that never leaves my luggage. So now what I have to do for my trip today is my clothes. It saves me some time. Do you do, you do that at all, Lisa? <laughs> no, negative. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so I do have a couple of travel-sized little bags that I keep, you know, kind of half-packed, but yeah, unfortunately. So for me, I drive a lot during my travel weeks for business. So when I'm flying, it's a little bit different, but God, I love your idea. I, I really need to suck it up and just go do that. I think that's a great idea, Cindy. Um, but okay. So you're talking about travel size stuff and, and clothes, which I love clothes. So, um, <laughs> here's one thing that I will do for clothes. I will check the weather usually about a week ahead. So in my mind, I'm already kind of planning what I'm going to pack. And then two to three days prior to the, the meeting. And then of course, at the day that I'm packing, I check the weather again, because, you know, weather can change on a dime. Like for example, um, a New York meeting, which I love New York, um, you know, that weather can sometimes be funky, right? Sometimes it can be super chilly in the springtime, or sometimes it can be really hot. So you want to make sure that you're checking the weather just prior to packing up your luggage. And I will say this for meetings in New York, I'm usually going pretty dark black basic, whereas meetings in Florida or California, I'm popping in some color. Um, but I usually reuse, and I know that sounds kind of weird, but you know, pants, slacks, sometimes even tops, because Truthfully, if you're just going for like two or three nights, you really want to try and carry on everything. Um, and we talked about this. I mean, carry on luggage and I love your away luggage. That's awesome. Mine's Travel Pro. Um, and I and I love my Travel Pro too. 
Um, I think it's lasted me now about five years or so, but it, it's cloth. So it's definitely getting a little bit beaten up. Um, so maybe I'll look into your away luggage. But, um, you know, I really have learned my lesson, Cindy, on carry-on versus checking. So here's a story for you. Um, this was probably, God, five, six years ago. And we had a meeting in um, Scottsdale, Arizona. And I was flying from where I live in Florida. and my flight got delayed and I was out there for only two or three days. So I don't know why I checked the luggage, but for some reason I checked the luggage. Maybe it was because my carry-on was too big or something. I can't remember, but anyhow, it got checked and my flight got delayed. I got rerouted. And all of a sudden I show up in Scottsdale nine hours later for like, I missed the dinner meeting and I'm in, first of all, we didn't even talk about what we were on the plane, which is also really important. <laughs> I'm in like leggings and tennis shoes girl not only did my luggage get lost when I landed I had to go and buy clothes and toiletries and everything oh, so because expensive. my oh. luggage was nowhere to be found they couldn't track it I mean I don't maybe it was longer than that because we had no trackable like app thing working the tags you know all that kind of stuff now that everybody uses the air tags girl it was awful and I was so mad. I mean, I spent so much money buying new clothes and I mean, I love clothes, but holy crap. When you, you have time to squeeze that in, I mean, I guess you, had I had no choice. Have... I had no wow. choice. I arrived. No, I got in at like, I think it was like six o'clock at night. I was Googling what stores were still open. I was Googling what was close to me. I ran to the mall. I had the Uber wait on me. I mean, it was like one of those like mad dash, like just grab it all. Right. You know, <laughs> I mean, so I show up at the meeting and they're like, Hey, we missed your dinner. And I'm like, you have no idea. And I had been up <laughs> since like two, I don't know, like maybe four in the morning because of the, the early flights. It was just, it was a mess. So well, then, anyhow, then yeah. let's talk what, cause we're on this topic about what do you wear on the plane? Yes. You know, I, I, I've had a similar situation happen to me and like, you know, here we are talking about having different things. So most flights you can have two carry on. So if you have like a hard carry on where you're packing most of your luggage, sometimes you have to maybe, you know, pink tag that. But um, if you have, look for a good size, maybe I'm going to use the word like briefcase size, like an oversized purse. Mm -hmm. And I usually will have like a little travel size of what you need. Anything that can go through TSA pre-check. Remember, it has to be in one Ziploc bag. Um, but I also will pack, I wear... My sister told me about this travel, they're actually travel pants. It's by a brand called Anatomy and it's spelled with an I-E rather than Y. And they're very light, like she'd gone to Europe and wore them in Europe and rinsed them out and hung them up like they're lightweight. But here's the thing, if you put, they look comfortable and you can get any, any, any color, but I would wear in the airport, my anatomy pants, and then I'm going to wear sneakers, like anything comfortable to walk in or tennis shoes if you're from the South. And then a shirt that is versatile. And then I usually throw in some type of blazer, but then I always have heels in my bag. So let's ah. say what happened to you happened to me. I can throw on high heels, dress up those anatomy pants, put a blazer over top of something light and comfortable. And it looks like I can run into a business meeting. That has saved me. Dang girl. Because I travel out of Richmond, Virginia. It's a small airport. I have to <clears throat> connect everywhere I go. So 
today. I mean, I've got to go Atlanta and then to the other coast. So, you know, this is going to be, who knows what could happen to my luggage, you know? I love that. I love that idea. You know what? I have never actually brought my heels on the plane. By the way, if anybody <laughs> out there has any heels that they actually love that are comfortable, please let me know about them. And Cindy, because oh, God, I still, yes. to this freaking day, <laughs> do not have a pair of comfortable high heels. I mean, by the way, also pack band-aids and blister packs because, uh, yeah, my feet like blew up at one meeting and poor Cindy. I mean, I went to Walgreens like in the hotel and I'm like, anything you have, please. But you, oh, you, you saved me that meeting. I think you gave me like some blister packs, but that's a great yes, idea. Liquid band-aid too. Yeah. You know, if yeah. you have a new pair it's of like, shoes, oh my God. you can paint oh liquid band-aid on your heels and, but like put on, see if it's like the side of your toe or like where it hurts, whatever. Oh, Speaking about heels, you ever stay in those hotels that have super long hallways all the way down? Oh, the yeah. And you're like, oh, Jesus, yeah. it's a mile walk before we get to the meeting. So here's what I do. I literally put a flat pair of flip-flops in a bag. Like if it's in my nice work bag, you can put them in like, oh you know, gosh, like this is a great idea, Cindy. I literally flip-flop my way down right before I turn the corner, pull out my heels, Stop. Put my flip flops in the bag. This. Yeah. <laughs> you know how I learned that? God, I love that. We work with a lot of men. And I remember yes, we, we were at a meeting. I don't remember if it was San, no, it was in San Diego. Somewhere had bad sidewalks. It was like cobblestone. And oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I New think that Orleans. was California. Or was it New Orleans? Maybe and it was. I don't know. I, yeah. male, um, we travel knows. everywhere. It's all men. And they're like, okay, let's just go walk. It's like oh. six blocks, right? Well, <laughs> six blocks in heels with broken, um, you know, bricks. And oh my gosh, you're walking on your toes. So you don't sink in and you don't trip. Girl, yes. I mean, that's how I learned. I'm going to bring walking shoes. Smart like you. You see how New Yorkers wear black suits and sneakers? Well, sometimes sneakers are too big. So you just got to find yeah. flat shoes. You know, oh my gosh, I didn't buy these. It was in the Fort Lauderdale airport. They had these flat, they looked like ballet slippers. They were literally walking travel shoes to walk in the airport. And you know what? Today, I'm going to be on a search. I'm going to look in all my travels. If I find that, I'm going to put it in our show notes because I should have bought them and I have no idea what they're called. Girl, that's a Anybody great out idea. there know, please email us. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I need comfortable shoes to walk in. And again, heels. Didn't you, didn't heels break or something like that didn't oh my gosh in a heel we broke were, off? that was in san diego so we were in san diego okay oh my God. hold on a sec let's back up for a minute so yes it's really good to reuse pairs of shoes you know you've got like black staple pants when you're traveling light now one thing i learned my lesson i thought well gee i'm going to san diego i'm going to pack these old wedges Wedges are easy to walk on the sidewalk. And let's face it, that's not the cleanest sidewalk city. So who cares if I mess up these old shoes? So, I mean, it still looked kind of nice, just black wedges. And we stepped out of the Uber and literally I took one step and the entire wedge just disconnected <laughs> from the shoe. Oh my God. So, but I didn't want to miss the, where we were going. Remember, we went up to the front desk and one of my coworkers was like maybe we could try tape does anybody have blue you can't tape a heel if you try it don't do it so anyway I just walked on one shoe of course 
course they were high. Why did they have to be high? I was like on my tippy toes, like walking up. And I was like, as long as I sit down, I'll put one foot down and cross the other leg and nobody will know. Um, made it work. It was hilarious. Holy so crap, I learned it's hilarious. Make sure you have an extra pair of shoes. Oh my God, and girl. That is your- hilarious. So I figured out what I did. Those shoes were on the bottom of my closet near a vent. And so I think it like when the heat was on, it melted was like- your shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh my gosh. You. So, so uh, FYI, try on all your clothes before you leave. So I do that. Maybe you should check oh. your heels now too, like shake your heel, <laughs> <laughs> but I do that. So when I check the weather, this is so, this is so true. So when I check the weather and I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to wear these pants girl, I try those things on because I may have been drinking a little too much wine during the week and I'm a little bloated. And I'm like, yeah, no, those pants aren't going to fit this week. So we're going to pack a different pair of pants. I know that sounds really silly, but listen, I need to know how everything looks on me before I pack it away. So I try on all my clothes and my shoes with the clothes. And, you know, at home, you can choose from a hundred pairs of shoes, but when you're traveling, you can only bring maybe one or two. And if you're like me or Cindy, you're packing your running shoes too, which take up a lot of room and a carry on. So you're really limited to like one or two pairs of nice shoes for your meetings. I make sure that the shoes that I pack are one, the most comfortable potentially possible, as well as do they go with every outfit that I'm packing? So I definitely try on everything prior to leaving. Absolutely. You know, I was just thinking back um, I don't want to forget a few things I think that are really, really important to pack. Um, try on all your clothes, have all your stuff set, chargers. Don't Ooh, forget. Yeah. That's what I have extra of. Like your phone chargers, you have an Apple Watch charger. Now, questions. Anybody a light sleeper? So mm, me, you know, you have your sound machine on your phone app. Love that. Yeah. I have earplugs. Something else you can do if you know you're a light sleeper when you check in ask not to be near the elevator. Oh That's yeah. Something else because Good you hear that and it's just, it's just, you know, um, if oh my somebody- God, girl, we could literally go on and on and on and <laughs> on. This, this is so great. Good. This is so great. Something else to think about in pre-planning is TSA pre-check. Yeah. Because if you're in a hurry, it doesn't take that long to do. I think TSA pre-check is one of the, the biggest things. Once you get all your stuff together, um, and then Lisa, let's not forget the most important thing for me. What did I not mention? I would have food, food, Cindy has to eat. I'll starve myself, <laughs> but you're smarter uh, because it gives you energy and it makes sure that you're like on. And oh my gosh, how many times have I or you arrived at a meeting and you are so hungry. And then you know what happens? You end up eating like crap food mm-hmm. and you're like, God, I feel like crap now. <laughs> it's like protein bars. The protein bars. Yeah. It's I like how many well. protein bars, <laughs> but how many protein bars can you eat in a day? Like, oh my God. I mean, I think I remember like eating like four protein bars. I'm like, I cannot look at another protein bar. <laughs> I know. But they save you on a plane. They do. Protein bars. They do anything like almonds and then gum i bring gum because um i like to pop my ears like they oh, from the good point and the yeah. pressure and yeah, then yeah, let's face it then you have better breath you oh a long time. <laughs> better breath you're breathing better <laughs> on your person that you're sitting next to and so think about something else i don't know about you guys but i'm thinking about this today after i'm flying across country i get dehydrated i don't like to drink a lot because i don't want to get and go to the bathroom so something to think about is some type of electrolyte replacement or replenishment um there's That's a great idea you can buy you know those there's packets that are powder which will be good for planes. oh yeah the, um, 
the Vita something uh, liquid IV. Yeah, liquid, liquid IV. IV. They have them. Um, so just something to think about <clears throat> and prepare because you want to get to this meeting. You want to be fresh. So hydration, electrolyte balance, a little bit of food, a little Great bit idea. of shoes. You're all set. <laughs> Great idea. Great <laughs> idea. God, you're so right. I know you're right. Um, yeah. And that, you know, that's kind of like taking care of yourself, which is our last little thing that we were going to touch on before ending this uh, episode, but um, which is honestly my favorite part about the travel is the self-care, mm-hmm. which self-care can be anything. And, you know, um, some really good examples for me anyhow is like, when we go to New York, I always make sure that I get to run in Central Park. It's yeah, just part of that. my, it's part of the thing that I do every year, you know, when we go to these meetings depending on the weather and the time of year, but man, I can't tell you like how amazing it is to just, or go for a walk, you know, and, and listen to the birds chirp, you know, early in the morning or just see the people out, you know, New York is such a busy city. I mean, people are up at all hours of the night and day, but I love doing a a run in central park or for, you know, if I'm in a place where there's a beach, guess what? I'm on that beach going for a run or a walk in the morning. I mean, we live closer to a beach. Yeah, but it's like, you should do that for yourself because when you are working so hard during the day at meetings and customer facing activities, your brain is going a million miles an hour. You need to rest it like any other time in your life. You got to give back to yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you're, you're so right. And, you know, sometimes it's amazing when you get to go somewhere else and, you know, these meetings are super busy and sometimes you're are inside the whole time and you feel like you don't even get outside but you do have to get outside even if you get to an uber to go to the airport but just take a minute to just let your brain shut down and look at the different scenery different types of trees different landscape i mean i think it's therapeutic you know one this was towards the end of covid when meetings had just started so things were canceling and um we were on the west coast and i went with a co-worker we had whole morning off, which that doesn't usually happen, but we took advantage and we went to La Jolla. She scheduled an outdoor yoga, which was the wow. thing. And I don't really do a lot of yoga, but that was therapeutic. And then we walked the streets and, you know, I'm an East coaster. So walking along La Jolla and like, you can smell the, the air's different. The, wow. Watch the waves, watch the surfers. And yeah. I remember the rest of that meeting, we went back and I just felt recharged and excited. And I was really engaged in the rest of the meeting. And maybe it was the California air. I don't know. It's a beautiful place. It Those is. taking the, the, the quick minutes, sometimes it's 30 minutes. Oh my gosh. It's therapeutic. It makes it worth it. And just, just do it. That's such a great idea. I, I, wish, I wish I was at that meeting, um, <laughs> but you're right. It really does. And you know, another thing that's reminding me um, before we close out here is, you know, that customers also are probably out looking at the city. So if you have a customer that loves to run, hit them up, see if they want to go for a run with you. Or if you're in like a big famous city like Boston, right? Where there's tons of American history in Boston, do the freedom trail. You know, they're probably doing it with their families. See if anybody wants to hook up and do it or do it by yourself. And then you have something also to discuss when you're customer facing. So it's like you're in a big city, take advantage of it and give yourself, you know, give yourself a little bit of grace to do it. And and you're fulfilling, you're you're filling your needs and clearing your brain, but also it's it's helping you professionally too, if that's something that you want to discuss later on in a customer facing engagement. So we came back from that day and spoke to, it was one of 
of physicians that she works closely with. And we were telling him about this yoga. And he literally said, do they have it tomorrow? I have time. So literally, we went back the next morning with this doctor who doesn't really do yoga, but he let, it was, it was such a great morning. And we went at like, I mean, it was 5.30. We met at Starbucks. We were there at six because the meeting started at like eight. So we went to La Jolla, came back, went to the meeting, but, you know, talk about a great way to spend time. And this was with a male doctor and we're female. So That's you awesome. can find all these creative ways to, to incorporate you know, being with your customers. It was so fun. He was so great. Oh my gosh. What what a great morning. Yeah. Well, that's, that sounds really fun. I love that. And you're right. I mean, they may be into that too. So like, I don't know, bring it up. And and if they don't, then they don't, but it's also a good way to customer face in like a very easy, leisurely way. And it actually builds a lot of rapport with your customers as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm just so excited. We could go on and on about many cities and many things. So I know, girl. I think this is going to be a super fun call to action. Our call to action today is this. What are your favorite travel spots? When you have another meeting, plan ahead, be prepared, but we'd love for you to give us feedback. Do you go to Boston? Do you want to go run and look at colleges? Are you in... Vegas, what, what's your favorite spa? You know, tell us where you're going. Tell us what your favorite thing is to do. We'd love to put out a list and we can send it an email and a newsletter. So let's say you've got a conference three to six months from now. We'd love for you to pull up and say, here's what a lot of people are traveling to these cities. Here's their favorite spots. I want to try this out. Even if you just want to go to a museum for 30 minutes, should you have the time. We'd love that for for you to give us that feedback and put it together for you, for all your great work travels. Absolutely. So we hope you guys learned a lot today and maybe you laughed a little bit with us too. And who knows, maybe you experienced the same stories or different stories in your travel. So thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Girls of Grit. We're so happy to have you here and we'll talk to you again very soon. Have a great week and a great day. Bye-bye. Good travels, everyone. All you need is a little bit of grit to be your best today and build for tomorrow. Find us on Instagram at The Girls of Grit, our website, thegirlsofgrit.com, and LinkedIn, The Girls of Grit.